Up next on the Elevated Podcast. Diving into this journey and becoming a better leader, then you throw in a marriage or a committed relationship. Now I think my wife is supposed to come on board. I think I'm supposed to do this. And do you let it get complicated? Don't make it harder than it has to be. You could be scared that it could shake up your relationship or your family life, so you decide to hold back. One of the pitfalls is saying no and not being a risk taker and holding yourself back because you are afraid. Perhaps your partner, your spouse, is changing and a real power couple situation is unfolding then others start comparing you to for some couples those words from outside can really stop and hinder the unfolding and the growth and the potential there is good news this topic here today and what we're talking about avoiding pitfalls as a power couple right there that's a mic drop Now, don't forget to like, subscribe, and make a financial commitment to support us on Patreon. The link is in the description. What's good, Elevation Nation? And welcome to the Elevated Podcast, where we empower emerging leaders who are going after their it, their inner tugging through personal development. I'm your host, Christian Johnson, joined with my beautiful wife as co-host, Lanisha Johnson. Hey, baby. Hey. (laughs) So let's go. Elevation Nation, please help me welcome to the Elevate It podcast, uh, a couple who God has used to truly help Lanisha and I navigate through this various situation and so much more. I mean, this couple has been married for 21 years, but have been together for lifetimes, and there isn't any area of influence that they aren't connected to or leading within. Listen, as divine expressions from God here to be a beneficial presence in the earth through service, through spiritual practices, and living as the I am expression of Christ consciousness here that is ever present and ever expanding all the way from Hawaii. Help us welcome Dr. Sequita and James Sutton to the Elevated Podcast. How y'all doing, family? Bless, bless. Aloha, aloha, everyone. I am amazing. Yes, thank you. Wonderful introduction. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. How you doing? You know, this is some some of my favorite people. So I'm trying not to. I'm ready to be like, (laughs) (laughs) they all they they chilling in, in the nice. You know, weather, seventy-eight. We we we, we over here with sweatshirts and hoodies. <laughs> you know, they got sleeveless and short sleeve and sunshine. And that can change anytime, it's all up to you. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Look, we typically um, jump right into the area of asking about you know the, your your it and your inner tugging and how you to pursue those things. But I really would like to get right into um, our topic of discussion. Um, because I know y'all just have so much inside of y'all that I just want the Elevation Nation to benefit from just a piece of what you guys have just really instilled to our heart, our mind, and our life. So with that said, I need to know, we need to know, what would you say um, is maybe a number one pitfall that power couples need to be aware of? First, uh, being labeled. Uh, and identifying yourself with a label that someone else placed on you or a label that you're trying to live up to. Uh, Because the truth is, uh, individuals have power, God-given, all by themselves. 
And then when you put two people together that know about that power and where that power comes from, then it's just an automatic thing. Mm. So, and being automatic is intuitive. Uh, so the intuitive divine nature that you are, uh, when you're in tune with that individually, and then you come together collectively, then that power takes on, it magnifies, uh, because the two becoming one, uh, even outside of the duality of two bodies sitting here, uh, and not allowing yourself to be put into a box that any other group, any other individuals, any other people outside of you label you as, you just kind of just walk the way you walk, and it's just like a natural occurrence. And and the current of the spirit will direct you where you're supposed to be going anyway and how you're supposed to go. Uh, I think once you get involved on your own in an intellectual manner or an emotional manner or uh, subject to influence from someplace outside of you, then you're not really following the tract that the Holy Spirit divineness is leading. So mm. I, I, I'd say just, you know, stay who you are, uh, not getting too high, not getting too low, and not allowing someone else to uh, steer the ship other than uh, the one who created the ship and you. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I, 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 for me, it's, I think one of the biggest pitfalls is dishonesty to self. And you have to make sure as an individual first that you show up in a relationship being honest with yourself. And because a lot of times we get in the trap in even in the relationship because we've been so dishonest with ourselves about what we are, what we desire, what, who we are, what we can be, what we see for ourselves. We bring that same dishonesty to the relationship and dumb it down before we even get into the relationship. And then halfway through, we start to, you know, get to the place where I can't suppress it anymore. And mm. then now we're like, oh, I got to drag this person in it with me because I've been dishonest this whole time. And we present it like it's something new that God is telling me to do. But actually, it's been a part of you your whole life. It's been something that you've been wanting to do, that you have seen yourself doing, that you have felt. Maybe you didn't know all of what it was or you didn't um, think that I could do it. But it's been there the, the entire time. So I, I think... You know, being having the freedom to be honest with yourself first and bringing that honesty into the relationship and having somebody that you can be totally honest with. And if you're in conversations in during dating and then you get married and you and you can't be honest uh, and share the most weird parts of you with the person, then mm. to me, those are the red flags that you say, OK, um, I need to um, sit with self more so that I can realize how to better language this for myself and then present it to another person. I totally agree. Mm. Wow. Yeah, then jump back on that, sir. Yeah, I do. Because that, that <laughs> honesty with yourself, that's, that, that's, that's important. Uh, I'll give you an example. You know, I come from a very different background of experiences uh, than, than my wife does. And so in the beginning, uh, folks in ministry, uh, bishops would say, oh, you you should be the pastor. 
<laughs> you should be you should be running things. You should be the head, and uh, because that's some sort of tradition that they were in. Mm-hmm. But uh, why would you take an elementary school student and now make them the professor uh, at a college level material? Uh, mm. Just because what you say this is how it's supposed to go. But uh, so I didn't fall into that trap of saying, oh, I'm supposed to be the man. I'm supposed to be out front. I'm supposed to be uh, leading in this direction when I don't not I don't have the background. I don't mm. have experience. And you mentioned an inner tugging. And I definitely don't have an inner tugging and, uh, uh, for, for that at all, uh, you know, so, so, and, and that goes back to one, being honest with, within self, uh, maybe that's somewhere down the line and it is down the line and now we're way down the line and that's, and it's a co-thing, um, mm. wow. uh, but being honest with myself. Uh, not allowing others to influence, and once again, letting the divine nature guide uh, guide the course, uh, because you can't take anybody else's course, mm. right? Uh, wow! Because that's cheating, and you're going to end up getting caught one way or the other Woo! Uh, uh, in life, as well as in the classroom and and any other thing. And like my wife said about being dishonest. Okay, I have a, also have a little acting background. Okay, I can act like this character uh, from It's a Wonderful Life uh, for so long, but once I get home, you know, I'm getting out of character. Mm. Okay, and so getting out of the character of who you uh, of showing up as who you really are is going to eventually come out. Mm. And if the person doesn't like who you are, uh, then this ain't going to work anyway. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Beautiful. Yeah. I mean, that that's right in line with what we've been talking about just as it even personally like not allowing um outside influence or even one another to pressure the other to become or to be this person that we think they should be or that others think we should be and i think it's easy um for that to happen in relationships especially uh because one we we desire to please our mate right so i don't want to overshadow you or i don't want to um try to become somebody or be being totally myself but in some way that makes you uncomfortable um like doc said even like not allowing um ourselves to almost like shrink back Mm -hmm. because we don't want to make you feel any type of way when in in relationship as we're growing together and we're learning one another those things should be coming out we should be talking about who we who we at least think we are Mm -hmm. right and um being able to be honest with one another about that and not having that pressure inside the relationship or especially outside of the relationship Mm. of being someone you're not Mm. Wow. Wow. Elevation Nation. I want y'all to, I mean, hear this, man. Being honest, like with self. Wow. I mean, wow. <laughs> I could just stay there. I mean, because I think that's the part. And like I said, we I'm transparent even on, on this area. So, you know, it's not news to you all, but I had a lot of insecurities when we said I do. 
like a lot. And so this is like near and dear to my, my heart, even dealing with that. And some of which, what James says, some of those pressures of this is what it is to be a man. And this is what it is to be a husband. And L Lanisha could outlead me in a lot of areas. Ain't no point in me now, now what I know now, trying to lead in these particular levels when God is not even gifted in me in that particular level or that area, or just because I'm the man or I'm this or I'm that, and I need to do those things. So like, uh, I really wanted to take some time to, 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 give you guys a share something that has changed our life. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. And that's a phrase that you guys taught us pertaining to like not robbing your spouse from their unfolding. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a part here when we both like we're dealing with individual yet collective things. Um, Doc, you were at a point to be like, listen, like you have to allow those, those, those things to happen and even help to give us practical steps on how not to interrupt what was going on with one another. So if y'all want to speak to that, to us in Elevation Nation about that, I think that would be something that would be super helpful. Yeah, I, you know, it's it's it becomes easy because you look at the person that you're with and you say, I love this person. So we have this almost um, self-imposed obligation that we put on ourselves that I'm going to help them. I'm, I'm obligated to uh, uh, fix whatever I think is going wrong with them or whatever is all. I'm just, I just want to get in there and make it better. And not understanding at the time necessarily that that's the robbing. That's how, because it's not your job to make it better because to say that I'm going to make it better or fix them in some way is to also accept that I'm somehow seeing where they are as broken. I'm somehow seeing them as not enough. I have already judged it because it doesn't fit in my preferences at the moment. And in a marriage, when two people are unfolding, especially if they're unfolding in that Christ consciousness, it can, it can cause inconveniences and it's supposed to because wow. you're coming into a place of knowing self and you're coming out of the system where you have been comfortable of saying, Oh, I'm living in this illusion and, and switching any individual switching from an, an illusion to a full reality of themselves is going to be inconvenient for the individual. And when we, as a, a, a couple come in and start to say, Oh, well, this is not what I prefer. And I want to take this away and I want to do this and I want to do this. We heighten that inconvenience because now the person becomes dualistic and they have to figure out how do I deal with my own conflict and make you okay too. Mm. And the reality is they can't do it. They can't do it. And it is unfair to ask them to do it because I can't make you okay when I'm still understanding what's going on and I don't even fully understand it. And, and I'm in like this free fall of divine discomfort. And it's the most beautiful place that I could ever be in my life but you're making it ugly for me because it's inconvenient to you. Mm. And now I've got to change my Slow dynamic. Down. Slow down. <laughs> <laughs> You'll ahead. say a lot in a little bit of time I'm now. Right. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Yeah, I could run off of this set. I have not ran in none of these episodes, but okay, okay, all right. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Doc. And, you know, and just when that happens, one of the things I do and we practice in our own marriage is to realize that one, it's not about me. And if I bring all of my feelings, my thoughts um, to another person's unfolding, I've made it about me. And that, mm -hmm. that has nothing, it has nothing to do with me where they are. And sometimes 
we in our own insecurities oh say oh you're taking this time you're unfolding and i feel so left out over here and really it's an invitation for you um the person who's feeling left out it's an invitation for you to understand that hey i'm feeling this way because my own unfolding is happening uh, what, what what is happening i'm seeing all the places i've been resistant i'm seeing all the places you know that i haven't allowed myself to develop but instead of us dealing with that we uh, a lot of times start projecting and start trying to you know make the moment less inconvenient and so for us one what we do is when we recognize it's happening we take a step back and 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 really admit to ourselves that this moment has nothing to do with me because, you know, it's not malicious. It's not, it's just the person unfolding and they get to do that. They get to do that. And I am here to support the emerging paradigm of God expression. And that is just what that is. When my spouse is doing that, that is a God expression. Yes. And if I come in and try to change the expression, then it, it's no longer a God expression. It becomes an ego expression. It becomes a preferences expression. Mm -hmm. And so am I, I'm here to support through love that God expression that's coming through to me. Uh, ego uh, expression. Uh, and that comes back to really sum all that up is to a fear. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I posted something today that uh, when you don't face your fears, you imprison the Holy Spirit. So, so, so um, how can the Holy Spirit unfold with fear? Uh, it's only through love. So just loving the person where they are in their expression, in their unfoldment, and in the timing that God is setting forth, and be okay with God's timing and God's preferences versus your timing and your preferences to you realize uh, as this further goes on that I and my father are one. So it, I don't have to judge anything that's going on where they are. Yeah, I do need to take an assessment of myself uh, where you don't want to look at someone and feel like, oh, I'm less than because they're doing this or I'm more than because I'm doing this. Uh, so it's none of that. Uh, my wife does what she likes to do. And a lot of this <laughs> is weird to me. You know what I mean? Who wants to go to school all the time? You know what I mean? Who does that? But hey, she does. You know? As long as she don't try to drag me in there, let's go take this class. Let's go be doctors. Let's go be India. Well, you got that. You know what I'm saying? I support that. I, I let that unfold the way it's going to unfold, and it's going to support all of us together. So it's it's so funny too because he says true. Because I'll be like, he'll say, "Have you did your work for?" And I was like, "Yeah, I did my work ahead of time last week." And he'll just look at me like, "Who does that?" That's like so <laughs> so weird. But there's also that's this like playfulness that we have where he's like also saying to me i appreciate just all of who you are and you can get to do that and if that's you know fun for you and that's the way you show up that that then you do that and having that support and that space to grow like that to be there is is so amazing it's so mm. amazing. wow wow did you want to jump in yeah i remember like early and earlier in our marriage when we went through that patch of like me always saying to you like well why would you do it that way <laughs> or like that doesn't even make sense like i and i was very harsh with it and <laughs> hopefully you've forgiven me by now Absolutely. Um, <laughs> right doc <I'm> good. <laughs> we worked through that we worked through all that. <laughs> yes 
Um, but in, in retrospect, right, I think it, that goes back to what James was even saying about like worrying about what other people have to say, mm. because I think sometimes in our relationships, like we're pushing our spouse to act or be a certain way, because what are the other, what are people thinking when you do that? Oh, yeah. right. What are people thinking if quote like that you're you keep going to school and your husband's at home like what are you doing mm. but because you guys are fully who you are and mm. you show up like that every day it doesn't impact your marriage but for some couples those words from outside yeah. can really stop and hinder um the unfolding and the growth and the potential that is really there because we're so concerned about what other people are going to think or feel mm. about the decisions that we make and about our life. Yeah. Like, so I think that that's hitting home, but that's also, I believe, you know, what a lot of couples are dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. That I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. And uh, I just want to speak to this part of that because we experienced that early on and the, the blessing in it for me personally, because I'm very analytical and I ask a lot of questions. You've had sessions with me, you know, that I <laughs> ask a lot of questions. And, um, and, and so the thing for me though, because I do that outwardly, I also do that to self. And when all of those voices were coming in telling me, oh, he should be doing this, or this is the kind of man he's supposed to be, or this is how he's supposed to show up to make sure you're doing it, you know, God's way and all of that. I looked around at the people who were saying it and the marriages that they had and the relationships they had. And I started asking some questions. Is this what I wanted to curate? Is this the world I wanted to create? You know, am I living from this philosophy? And, you know, so I'm, I thank God for the gift of logic because logically I look around and I looked around and all of those different influences where I can, I can honor them, but I don't want their relationship. I didn't mm -hmm. want their life. I didn't want their relationship. I didn't want their income. I didn't want their living habits. I didn't want their health challenges. I didn't want their arguments. I didn't want any of that. So I just decided in that moment, okay, um, I'm not going to do that I'm not going to, <laughs> to live that paradigm. I, I, I respect it. I honor it, but no, I'm not going to do that because clearly that's not working. And I think it's okay to say that without judgment to say that's not working. And because it's not working, I know that's not going to work here. I know mm -hmm. that's not going to work here. And so let us come together and really look at what is going to work here for us to show up how we um, know that we're being led to show up in truth. And mm -hmm. the only way to know what's going to work up for you, uh, work out for you is to go ahead and express the truth that you're feeling. Because yeah. anytime you take it on someone's opinion, you're taking on their life. And a lot of these lives are lies. Mm. Um, so it's, it's the lie of this is the image that we're supposed to be projecting in this situation as ministers, as a couple, as a black couple, as a business owner, as a whatever uh, thing you want to put behind it. And now you have to uh, present yourself the way Harry down the street uh, uh, is supposed to see you and how the pe these other people are supposed to see you. Well, I'm not here so they can see me the way they want to see me. 
or the mm -hmm. way their culture says or the way their education says or the way their their judgments work in their mind. I'm here to express who I am, the way God is expressing through me. And that is constantly changing. So mm -hmm. if I don't express who I am at this point, uh, the next point will be another false expression of who I am. And our relationship won't be real. Who you're married, who you're dating, uh, who I'm representing myself as is not real. It's also an illusion. And wow. so all illusions come to an end when the truth comes in. Mm. And so, and the truth is always going to trump. And the truth is, it's only truth when it's true always. Uh, I, I used to think, oh, I'm a gangster. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a soldier. <laughs> uh, I'm a, 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 a drug dealer. I'm a tough guy. Uh, I'm, I'm this, I'm that. And all those was just little pages in the book of me <laughs> processing who I was really, because the truth is I'm a divine being uh, made in the image of God and expression of God in the earth realm. Mm. And I and my father are one. And, and so, But I didn't know all that. I'm thinking I'm all these labels and all these things that other people are trying to put on me. I'm from the East End. I'm from the West Side. I'm, I'm from Haytown. <laughs> I'm from North Philly. I'm from Lancaster. I'm from or, or whatever. And you have to represent that. And, and people are still representing East End at 55 years old. And there's no more uh, Midway <laughs> that they were going to. And there's no more Crystal. And they're still representing. And they're still wearing... Uh, thickies in their shoes and shell tops and trying to represent something from back then because they placed the label and style instead of allowing labels to fall out as you discover who you really are. And if mm. you don't express even who you think you are at that moment, you'll never find out who you really are eternally. Mm. Wow. That's powerful. While you guys were talking, I got like an image in my mind of like, you know, somebody like shedding like somebody like just like I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying and i want to do those things like and i want to take these these grave clothes off i want to take these these things i want to come into something new but they also are dealing with like we have as well like that pressure mm -hmm. that pressure to perform that pressure where like i've been presenting a certain way and that's what everybody knows that's what everybody feels that's what they respect all those things but what i'm really feeling like the true me that that's learned behavior and there's something else that wants to go ahead and come out could you guys speak to that something that can help them to continue to unfold what can they do if they're right now in that situation <laughs> you know i'm gonna i think it's too it's it's you can take whatever path that is, you know, that you're feeling led to take. I do want to start by saying sometimes we um, make the mistake or the erroneous assumption that we have to make things difficult and we have to go through this grand scheme of trying to um, uh, prove to everybody or, you know, make it where everybody else is okay. But then in doing that, you're putting yourself back into the same pitfall that you just tried to come out of. And, and the fact is, if you want to start something new or do something different than what you've done before, just do it. You know, it's, it's really, it, you just, you just, you just do it. And, and when I say that it's not to be harsh, but I, I am really finding out that 
the more you try to make it work, make it fit, the more you try to, you know, make sure everybody's okay with it, the more you just give yourself excuses and justifications to keep procrastinating. So some things you have to just decide, I'm just going to go ahead and do this. I'm just going to go ahead and, 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 and make the decision to let it just come in me first. And as I start living it, and I start practicing and living and being, it just automatically takes its own shape and its own life. And you realize that you really don't have to do that much with it um, um, as much as you think you had to do because people will start to, oh, I'm seeing you doing something different now. And, and uh, you know, and, and, and they will just begin to respect it because you now are honoring your your truth in it. So my, my first very thing is, don't make it harder than it has to be. Just, just mm. do it and, and, and do what feels natural to do. The naturalness of it will just come easy. If it's natural for you to say, you know what, I want to meditate. If it's natural for you to, as a couple say, you know what, instead of what became natural for us, just an example, you know, we had heard the, the, the phrase marriage is hard work, marriage is hard work. And it, it, it was unnatural for us to continue to say that. So we started saying just naturally, oh, well, this is not work. This, you know, this is the vacation from work or, you know, <laughs> this, you know, we love each other. And so it just became a natural part of our language. And we just started saying that, or, um, the freedom, you know, freedom became a very big thing in our marriage. So we just started saying, okay, I, I, you're free to just be who you are. I would not, without any judge for, judgment from me, and I'm free to be okay with knowing that what you want or what you are is not going to harm me because your intent is not to harm me. You, you're not here to harm me or hurt me, or, you know, leave me or cheat on me or any of that. And even if all, any of those things happen, I'm still gonna be okay. You're still gonna be okay because, you know, we that's it. We, that's just who we are. We're we're we're, we're we're always going to be okay. And um, so that freedom, that that decision to just go ahead and jump in and say, we're going to just live like this and, mm -hmm. and, and do it. Yeah. And so for that person who who's like wanting to shit and not be concerned with everyone else and just yeah. express has, uh, how they feel that they are unfolding now, uh, it's a decision. And, and really, once you decide, it's no longer a struggle. Right. Oh. Once you, once you decide, the weight is off. Wow. Because I made the decision, this is what I'm about to do. And you just, you're following that. And that's a, and hopefully it's a heart decision and not a mind decision. And, and you're basing it off your heart and not someone else's mind. Mm. You know? and, and so when you do that, uh, really what happens is the pressure is off because the pressure wasn't even from the inside. The pressure is from the outside. Right. The, this, it's not even your pressure that you're feeling, all right? So once you decide, all the pressure's off. And then what happens is, then you start to resonate a frequency that's different than the thing that you just shed off. Wow. And so you may lose some people in that, mm. all right? You may lose some people when you go from crawling around as a caterpillar to flying around as a butterfly. And there may be some resentment and there may be some, oh, but you was just doing this and I remember you did that. But you can remember all, all day long because it doesn't matter. Uh, what I'm remembering is who I am at my core and my truth. And in truth, I, I'm not what I was presenting before. Mm. And even what you were presenting before, it might have been necessary.
Yeah. For you to get to where you're going ultimately. Yeah. Yeah. That part right there. Because I think sometimes we we think because I change or because I'm evolving that it has to say everything else I did before that was wrong or, um, you know, and that's how people are going to look at it. But people, you know, I find out that once you start to accept who you are, people really appreciate the fact that you're growing. People appreciate the fact that you are evolving. And because, again, it's a natural law. We have to evolve. And I was actually saying this in an interview yesterday that throughout the course of biology and history, we understand that the species that doesn't evolve goes extinct. And so, so if we're going to save marriages, if we're going to become these real power couples, which by in this, in this original just, just definition means just to be cool couples, if we're really going to just be cool and just be able to, you know, vibe together and hang out together and just love each other and express Christ together, that means that we have to actually evolve. And so your marriage may not look like your grandparents' marriage, and, and but it can still look beautiful and it can still be godly and it can still be divine and it can still be truthful and it can still be honest and it can still be respectful. And it just, it just blossoms. And if you look around at all of the um, species, we have to evolve or or you don't you don't make it you don't go to the next stage mm. you know, that's why we see marriages dying out that's why we see people becoming um extinct and it goes back to that that thing of honesty and if you're not like James was saying when you don't make that decision it's really not not that you're waiting on everybody else to become it okay with it you're still in some way trying to convince yourself and wow. so i would also tell that person to look at in, within yourself where you're still resisting at and what is it that you're still trying to convince yourself of that you're still needing other people to validate for you mm -hmm. that will not let you make the decision yes. because that's why you're yes. not making the decision. Yes. Because if it's right in front of you, then and you're saying, I really want to do this or this is the, the inner tugging as you call it, that, that inner tugging is tugging me and it won't go away. And whether I want to, whether I show up for the shedding or not, shedding is already happening. Whether I want to want it to or not, because nature is just going to be nature. God is just going to be God. The caterpillar is just going to shed because the caterpillar has to shed. And it sheds five times. It eats and then it sheds again. It eats some more, it sheds again. So it goes through all of these different stages of metamorphosis because it has to do it. So things are falling off of you anyway. And the stuff that doesn't come off is because you're still trying to convince yourself or give yourself a reason why I can't do this or why this doesn't work or why I want to do this. And you're, and because you don't know, and you're not sure, okay, if other people validate it for me, or if I see it working for somebody else, then that'll give me the proof. I need to go ahead and try this. And mm. that is not sustainable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. wow. People will get in a fear mm -hmm. of moving outside of, uh, the pain that they're comfortable with, mm. right? So I'm comfortable being this because they know me as this. I've been playing this role for so long. I know how to play the role. I know, like, when I first started uh, to attend church, uh, it didn't take long to figure out churchy people. <laughs> you know what I mean? They know 
what to say, when to say. They know when to say amen. They know how to do all this. But what they don't know how to do is to express the miracles that they think are miracles for themselves and act out the thing that they're reading and the thing that others are teaching. Even the one teaching is not expressing it out. So, so, so that's a whole different thing. So let's, let's just be honest. That's just a learned behavior. All right. Uh, so forget learned behaviors. When you tap into the knowing, that inner tugging is a knowing that goes beyond your intellect mm. all right? and goes beyond the other people. And it goes into the truth of who you are and what you are and what you came to be. And what you came to be is uh, love. What you came to be is light. And what you came to be is an expressed image of God in the earth realm. And that's what Jesus was, was a way shower. He showed us the way. But folks killed him for showing us the way because they liked the old way. Wow. Even if it wow. wasn't God's way. Wow. So wow. If, if if your inner tugging is God's way and not the people's way and the ego's outside of you way, if I were you, I would go with God. Mm. <laughs> because it has worked out in my favor, uh, following my heart, doing things that people said wouldn't work and you can't do this. You don't have the education for it. You don't have the money for it. But what I have is the inner tugging for it. Yeah. And when I follow the inner tugging, I go from uh, two people cleaning houses to a hundred and some people cleaning Rosses and other things and buying houses and Ooh. buying cars and employing other people because I'm following the inner tugging, not an inner tugging uh, from my mind that says, oh, I want to be this. I want to express as this. I want to look like this. No, it's just something that's moving you and you go with it. You make a decision. Okay, let's see what this is. Let's see where this is going. And it always takes you to someplace beautiful. Mm. But it might not be where you've been. And the others you've been there with might not be able to go. And they wow. might not be happy about it. And if they are, that's cool too. And if they're not, that's cool too. Because it's yeah. not about them. Yeah, mm. I love it. I love it. Tag me and and then I'm gonna come to you, Lanisha, because I seen you, I seen you, baby, right, writing some stuff down. So I already know what's going on over there. Um, but it sounds like I can't, we can't get away from the theme that I'm hearing. That like it starts within. It starts with you. Like you have to know who you are, what you have spend time with you. And I think, you know, sometimes we spend so much time trying to do things outside or of us and 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 and, and focus on a striving and, and, and trying to do this or do that, so forth and so on, that we miss the area of the power of God within and sitting with self and meditating and understanding why we're feeling what we're saying, feeling, so forth and so on. And then you guys also talked about the area of the decision. And I'm sitting there saying to myself, wow. Maybe that's why certain things in our ministries, our businesses, our marriages in our life are not manifesting because we have not made a decision. Mm. We've still been sitting with that area just kind of saying, you know what, I'm going to put half of myself on here. I'm going to go ahead and do, if, and do this and have all these options that know if I make this decision, <clears throat> excuse me, then there's something that might happen. And then you talk about the fear aspect. And that hit me, too, because sometimes that's the fear personally of 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 what may happen or disappointment or disease or anything or what other people are saying but if i'm okay with me and god within and we start from there and we end with that like 
all this other stuff, they got to either come into an alignment or they need to dismiss themselves from the scene. And so I'm realizing that as you're sharing, like, man, so much power is within. And a lot of things are, are teaching and trying to train us or brainwash us to come from an area to focus on things that are outside of us as opposed to where it all started from the beginning, in the beginning. And so that's God and that's God within. So I'll rest yeah. from there. Beautiful talk <laughs> to me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's all it's all just amazing. And again, like, just for me, I, as one who um, is still going through the journey, and I've shared with the Elevation Nation, my journey of discovering or rediscovering me, and evolving and growing. And but the one thing that I'm learning is the the confidence that comes with it. So when you even talked about when we first got married, and how you went through the insecurity and things like I think a lot of us when we when we don't take the time to find out who we are and to actually live that out we're walking around with this insecurity trying to show up as who everybody thinks we should show up as and I've found personally that literally made me sick mm. like that literally made me go through all these mental situations and depression and and all these things that we pick up and we carry because we aren't being authentic to ourselves My God. and like james said sometimes it seems like it's easier to just keep doing what you've been used to doing but once you realize the freedom that you have when you do show up authentically as yourself it's mind blowing. And you're like, you'll start to ask yourself, why in the world did I take this long? Mm. Why did it, why was I trying to force myself into this, um, circle when I'm a square, mm. right? Like, why was I trying, why would I shrink back or lower myself or try to reform myself just to make everybody else feel good? And I'm miserable. Wow. Exactly. But we don't realize that until we actually decide that enough is enough. Like, I'm going to be me. Mm. Everyone is one decision away from living in their greatness. And and what in whatever area uh, that is. And that area could just be life. Because uh, when you're living as who you are and you make a decision that I'm just going to live how... Uh, how my heart is moving me, how this love is moving me. You're the happiest person. You're a joyful person. You may not have a Cadillac and a Mercedes and you may not need, I, I got a watch. I don't know the name of it. You know, it's watch, <laughs> you know, because those things aren't important, right? <laughs> so you just live from, from there and you just, you're cool with who you are and who God made you to be. And the more you do that, the more confidence comes and the more you're able to step out in areas that you feel, oh, I kind of feel like I'm supposed to be starting this podcast and calling it Elevate. And I think I'm supposed <laughs> to be doing this. You know, now I think my wife is supposed to come on board. And I think I'm supposed to do this. And you just follow that. And then it starts to grow because you're not making it happen. You're following the blueprint that was already designed and you didn't design it. You just said yes to it. Yeah. And when you don't say yes, you struggle. So that is the point I was wanting to bring out that power couples know how to say yes to each other. They know how to say yes to the unfolding that the other 
other person is doing. They know how to say yes in the moment. And they are not afraid of the unknown. They're not afraid to take risks. So if you're, if you're saying, how do we avoid the pitfalls of the power couples, that one of the pitfalls is saying no and not being a risk taker and, and holding yourself back because you are afraid of the unknown. But when you start to just get used to saying yes, and you, you are okay with being a risk taker, you're okay because that's, that's a power couple. You just like, I'm just going to step out there and do it. Y'all call it water walkers. You just step <laughs> out there and do it. You get out of the boat, you know, and you, so your husband would say, well, we just going to move to Hawaii. And you say, oh, okay. You know, or he says, you know, I'm going to start my own business. And you're like, oh, okay. We, you know, we barely got this amount in the account, but you just learn to say yes. And you start to experience so much of amazingness. And so I think the power couple develops through um, that those abilities to say, you know what, I'm okay with the unknown because I know that that is going to turn out for my highest and best good because that's what the universe does. It conspires to give us our highest and greatest good. And so because I'm, I'm uh, making space or creating space for my person to be their most authentic and true self, that has to turn out for its highest and greatest good. So yeah, I'll say, I'll say yes to, you know, I don't, I don't really even have to, I don't have to understand it. I don't have to think about it. You, you, this is what you want to do. Let's go. You know, and the plan develops on its own. The, 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 the income comes in on its own. The resources develop on its own. There are so many amazing things that happen in our lives that people think, did y'all have a plan for this? And we did not plan for it at all, but it's, it, we're living it. People coming off the top rope, Jimmy Superfly, Snooker, tag me. Yes, because I don't know who that is. And that's a shame. <laughs> We're about to shut this whole thing down. But so, so what, what I was hearing was Abram, all right, uh, come out from your people. I'm going to uh, take you to a place that I'm going to show you. All right. So I don't know the place, but I know the one who said come out. Mm. So go with what you know or who you know. And if you could trust that, the other stuff will unfold. Because the one who called you to it is going to be the one to take care of it anyway. All right. So you're just following the plan. You didn't, you didn't necessarily draw out the blueprint. You didn't create your own life. You didn't birth yourself. All right. So the one who did all that is going to do all the rest. But if you refuse to go and just stay in the tent, then there are, there's not going to be 12 sons. There's not going to be uh, a children of Israel. There's not going to be uh, a, a promise. Hmm. there's going to be an overlooking. Mm. You're overlooking at uh, what I should have done, what I could have done, second guessing, rethinking. You ain't got to guess. Because uh. there's a knowing that says do it. Hmm. And you second guessing is once again imprisoning the Holy Spirit and stopping your life from expressing and the light you're supposed to be to shine the way it's supposed to shine. And if you don't shine the way you're supposed to shine, you may delay someone else. So just, just, just be okay with, I don't need to know how it's all going to work out. You know, when we bought this house, I'm like, shoot, we're going to have a mortgage and a rent because we're underneath a contract. You know, we're looking at eight grand a month. How's that going to work out? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
You know what? I said, let's do the deal anyway. Run the paperwork anyway. I don't know how it's going to work out, but hey, uh, I feel that inner tugging. I feel this is what we're supposed to be. This is what we're supposed to do. This is what we're led to do. And guess what? It all worked out. It worked out in their favor. It worked out in our favor. And guess what? It always does. Mm. But you'll never know it always does if you don't start saying yes and making the decision to follow what your heart is saying because that is where God resides. Mm. He doesn't reside up here in this mind because this mind only has the information that it was given out here. Yeah. And the experiences. So the only way you're going to experience God is to start saying yes to these inner tuggings. Yeah. Wow. Say yes. All you got to do is say yes. <laughs> yes. That's the song, huh? Yes, it is. Yes. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. I sing it to you after we, after we get off here. I sing it right, I sing it right to you. Okay. I'm sure you will. Yes, I will. Oh, beautiful. Let's see if you have anything. And then um, after you get finished, I want to go back to um to to you to leave us with just whatever's on your heart and your mind something that we can take uh with us throughout the week so um beautiful what's on your heart uh that second guessing part it just it reminds me of when we were in school and you you know you'd be preparing for all those tests you had to take and something that they would always teach um or that i recall anyway is that um don't second guess your answer, right? Like don't go back and erase what you already wrote down, mm. right? Or don't go from B to C because you overthought your your initial yeah. gut. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that's in most times in my experience when I did second guess, I was right the first time. Mm. And so that just made me, you know, think of what was being said about second guessing because it delays the process and it, it it causes us to to then get into these situations where now i'm miserable because i really did want a mm -hmm. like i really wanted that mm. but for some reason i convinced myself that c was the better choice oh, because of x y and z like all these other things come into play and now i'm feeling although i've learned from that i can change my mind but I'm feeling stuck because I went with C when I should have initially went with mm. what my heart was telling me in the first place. Wow. Yes. Wow. 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 So uh, back, back to the sentence. <sighs> well, that's a, that's a mic drop right there. <laughs> that, 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 that right there, that's a mic drop because that's exactly what happens. And it happens um, in relationships and, you know, in marriage, you you are connected with somebody in this beautiful love of oneness, being able to go to, to them and commune with them with the A and not feel like I got to change it or I got to dumb it down. I got to, you know, stop it or, you know, I, I have to worry about how it's going to affect them because then they're going to see me differently. That's when you're really moving into a frequency of power, when you can have that freedom when you can have that um, that love and that just knowing within self that, you know what, how I am is how I am. And, and what I am, they're going to accept that. They know that. And that's fine because we live in this div divine principle together. And I think as a couple, when that's there, 
you manifest greater, you manifest quicker, you manifest more of the desire, not just to benefit you, but it begins to be a benefit to the entire world, to all of humanity, because you are a part of now the collective consciousness that's raising the paradigm instead of being a part of the consciousness that's keeping the frequency low because you're spending your marriage arguing about what's mine, what's yours, why we ain't mm. how you do this, and you're 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 fighting each other and you're resisting and you got this pull and pull and then you gotta go out in public and act and pretend like it's okay, but at home we don't even really like each other. So when you can go and live in home and you know each other, you love each other, you like each other, and you don't have to go out in public and pretend you live in this honesty and this truth. You manifest at a different level, you vibrate at a different level, and people see it, they feel it, they know it, and you give other beings permission to do and enter into that same space. And what I believe is, since it was centered around power couples and not falling into the trap, is uh, what I began with is that we all are divinely powered. You're not operating on your own power even now. Okay. Mm. This is this is the power that you've been bestowed upon when you were made in the image and likeness and you have that same power within you. Now, how you choose to use that power, how you decide to use that power is going to determine your life. Mm. But if you use that power to live from fear instead of love, you will always feel trapped. You will always have a struggle. You will always have mind battles on how to make a decision, when to make a decision. Was this right decision? Are we going the right direction? And you will always be in someone else's box and be a cloud going by the sky instead of being the sky. Mm. Everything else is carrying by. So once you know the power that you have inside of you, then you start using that power correctly. Well, I can use this power to empower someone else. Yeah. Oh, I could use this power to spread fear and keep someone else in the box and say, oh no, you can't do that. I tried to do that and it didn't work out. Yeah. So it's all about how we decide to use that power, recognizing first that we are power. And then when you bring two powers together that are rightly aligned mm. in truth within themselves, and then of course the whole world has no choice but to be blessed. Wow. And it gives other people permission to be powerful, but different. Wow. And when you bring those two powers together that are rightly aligned, you go out, you move away from leading each other. We don't yeah. lead. We just expand together. Mm. I, I don't need to lead him and he doesn't need to lead me. I'm not the head of the household because it's written somewhere yeah. because even if you look back in, in history and it's now with the internet, anyone can find this, that women used to run things hmm. way. This, this is new men running stuff. <laughs> and if you look back in history, there wasn't the wars and things going on when, uh, that there is now. And in these thousands of years that we've been in this, um, uh, patriarchal instead of matriarchal, uh, uh, running of things uh and so the two are one yeah male and female all right so uh if like the ministry stuff hey you need that i don't know what i'm doing i'm, I'm trying <laughs> to navigate my own way until you get to somewhere and maybe you're leading on this moment i'm leading on this moment or not necessarily leading uh with, 
expanding or taking the front and then it all comes together and no one's like uh this is my credit this is your credit yeah it's it's just the and we do our money the, the same way too it's not my it's just you get out of this dualistic living mm. that's the that's the best advice i can say get out of that dualisticness and get and just uh, invite and allow for that oneness that unity to come into the place of ever expanding good because that's really that's really heaven so and, and yeah. no judgment for any path that anyone's on right now yeah. anything that you've done anything that you've been through anything that you're going through right now no yeah. judgment in all of that because we've all been on a path and the reason god says don't judge because it's all going to work for your good somewhere yeah i love it i love it yeah. what i'm hearing what i'm hearing within that is too is just 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 the fact of being able to cooperate together in that area of expanding. And so the area of oneness and us moving forward within that. And I think that that is something that we've, 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 we work, we work, we've worked on. Yeah. Because, and it's not working that it was so hard for us to do. It was just learned behavior. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. naturally we wanted to do that. It was already within us. It was the, the learned behavior that said, oh, wait a minute, I'm supposed to do it like this. When there was something naturally and we said that this is not what my thing is, this is what your thing is. So I would even encourage you as you're watching or listening that if you sit with self and sit within, like some things you gotta unlearn yeah. just to allow God within to already, it's already there. It's already gonna be like, it's nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken. You're already there. The teleos, when Jesus on the cross is talking about the area, that's that teleos, that Greek, the area of this being perfection. You're, you're already having what you need. You have what you need. So we have to operate from that place. I know that's not necessarily popular, but it's something that we sit with because that's where true fullness of joy because God is within and wants to express itself through us as we're cooperating together in our areas of influence. So <laughs> beloved, we love you guys. You are amazing. We thank you guys for taking the time to join us um, on this special episode, but I dare not have us conclude without letting you guys know how you can find and follow um, Doc and James on social media or their platforms or wherever they have going on. And Doc, y'all can't, y'all can't let us go without telling us how they can listen to High Vibes. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> stuff out there. So anyway, let us know how we can, uh, Elevation Nation can go ahead and find you guys online and we can we can be blessed by what you guys have to offer. I'm definitely going to uh, promote that High Vibes. Uh, high Vibes is a, a podcast that my uh, my wife created uh, once we got to Hawaii about well, this part of the island, maybe six months now, seven months. This part of the island. Uh, yeah, because we was on a different island. Um, okay. And it's just high vibrational thinking, spirit being led, expressing, and um, by doing that, following that inner tugging, it's now in 54 countries. It's in the Middle East. It's in South America. It's in it's in Africa. It's in Canada. It's in uh, America. It's it's all over. So uh, we don't promote it that much. It just spreads word of mouth. And uh, I don't even really have a social media other than Facebook. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so. IG, you're on IG, you're on Facebook. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So yeah, you can just type in Dr. Sutton or High Vibes, and um, it's on Spotify. It's on um, all everywhere podcasts are um, Apple, all of yeah, all are streamed. So you can just um, check it out there, and um, mainly just you know the Dr. Sutton, James Sutton, you'll see us around. 
Yeah. There you go. You know yeah. what? Superheroes, y'all. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for who you are. We will make sure that those links are in uh, in our notes as well so that you can go ahead and, and, and follow them and be a part of anything that they share. Guys, please watch this again. Like, subscribe, follow, share it with somebody else. There's so much here um, that they release upon us. I know we will be watching and listening again, but we also are privileged to have life with them as well. So with that being said, you guys are amazing. We will see you next week. Thank you. Mahalo. Now, don't forget to like, subscribe, and make a financial commitment to support us on Patreon. The link is in the description.